This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash magic. Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the Personal Price Plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Mark three, half twain, cordless twain. Steady there. Oh, don't mind Craig. I upgraded his OS, and now he's an old-timey steamboat captain. Body has a bunch of new emojis, including the new emoji for I can no longer express emotion authentically with a little hat. So, mixed bag. Speaking of technology, Earwolf is now on the Amazon Echo. They just released a new skill for the Echo smart speaker called Daily Earwolf. You can ask Alexa to play the funniest moments from your favorite Earwolf shows while she slowly learns what would be needed to defeat you. And there's even a special interactive Hello from the Magic Tavern episode designed just for Echo called Magic Tavern Adventure. Finally, you can make choices that affect the episode, like which guests to have on, whether they should make less puns or lose another handful of viewers. It's a vast, sprawling episode with multiple dramatically different endings, lots of surprises, and an unexpected amount of destruction and death. Download Magic Tavern Adventure and Daily Earwolf from the Amazon Skill Store, and remember you can play any Earwolf podcast right from your Echo. And now, who's ready for some whatever's about to happen? Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Neekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. About two and a half and more years ago, I fell through a dimensional rift behind a Burger King into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I use that to upload a podcast I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, and the newly freed town of Hogsface in the land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always... By my co-hosts and my buddies, 
Usador the Wizard. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakas. The elves know me as Fiang Yalak, the dwarves know me as Zunin and Hookstanges, and I am known in the northeast as Gaslinius Maystar. And there may be other secret names you do not know. And pray to yourself. Think dream to the goddesses that you pray to every night that these names do not accidentally find themselves writ on a piece of paper before you for if you were to speak one aloud your very tongue would catch on fire is there a thing called a think dream uh-huh what how do, is that like a dream where you're thinking when you go to bed at night mm-hmm. if you really want to control your dreams we yeah. call it think dreaming oh so you're focused, and you decide, I'm going to be in control of this dream. This dream doesn't control me. Yeah. Because I don't want to be controlled by my dreams anymore. You said, well, I don't think we've ever really talked that much about the kind of dreams you have. Can you imagine a wizard's dream? No. And what sort of insane machinations may come out of such a disparate, unwieldy time? Yay. For the magics that do swirl about in mine head and mine body do coalesce within my dreams and bring forth such great evils that could destroy all of food. You know, Usador, if I'm remembering correctly, once we did jump into your dreams and it was just a little petulant Usador baby saying, I, I'm better than spin tax. I don't think I'm that's I'm better right. than spin nope, tax. Nope, 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 nope. I don't think that. I, I think you might be wrong. It was not overwhelming in any it way. It might have been someone else's dream who was dreaming about who me. Who would dream that? Uh, maybe spin tax, you know, maybe. Maybe. That's fair. I bet he's had that dream. No question. But still, another wizard dream. I'm really obsessed with this wizard dream idea. Well, are all your dreams exactly the same? You know what? I kind of have boring dreams, believe it or not. That is shocking to me. (laughs) In case you don't realize, there's a thing on Foon called sarcasm. Yeah. I'm also joined... I'm uh, employing it now. I'm also joined by my other co-host, Chunt the Talking Badger slash Shapeshifter. Mm, but yay. What, is this a new catchphrase you're working on? I'm just saying, but yay. But yay. You know, the, a few episodes ago, you sort of said, but yay. But oh. yay. Yeah, I just thought oh. that was a very nice, It is kind of fun to say. But yeah. yay. But yay. Yeah. <laughs> you want to check in on me, see how I'm doing? <laughs> yeah. I thought for a second we had finished, and this was the final episode. <laughs> Wouldn't that be you're, a you're weird really place your, to end? Yeah, you're really on your heels. Yeah, I don't know. You're really hosting on your heels. Yeah, I guess... Uh, Maybe I... lean forward a little bit. Lean in. Okay. I, uh, oh, all right. So then this I'll, is my then, other then co-host, Chunts. Oh, and this is my other co-host? You usually say, how you doing, bud? How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. What do I do after that? You usually say, like, what's going on? What's going on? Maybe a little higher inflection? What's going on? There you go. That's it. You're yeah. back, baby. Oh, thank you. And then... And then I will say what's going on. Um, I'll answer the question. So, um, yeah, Choo Choo's Chow, like I said, is going well. Um, we have a new item on the menu. It's a jock jam. Mm-hmm. From your experience, how would I respond to the revelation that you're going to be talking about Choo Choo's Chow? You would be like, oh, great. Oh, great. Yeah, in like a real, yeah, sarcastic way. Oh, great. So I'm not currently working at Choo Choo's Chow because I'm too busy trying to keep everything working here in Hogsface. Now that we're in charge of the town, there's so much work to do. But I'm very curious. I would like to come back and, and try some of the food. What are some of your favorite new dishes? Well, as I mentioned uh, 45 seconds ago, we now have jock jams. What are jock jams? It's a jam that's made. It's a, it's a jocular jam. It's, there's a spell been put inside the jam that makes you very jocular, very uh, good-humored, very good-natured. Oh, that sounds good. Arnie, this is when you would make some sort of pithy retort. 
Oh, yeah. Um, sounds gross. You're right, John. Something's going on. I feel like I need... I just feel like I'm going to need your help this episode. I... I don't know. Oh, I think this it's this episode. I think it's that everything is so different. Like I, I think I'm still sort of spinning. Like it's positive that the Dark Lord has left Hog's face, and there's a momentary truce between the forces of good and evil until we can maybe defeat the Void. But I don't know. It's just so much changed so fast. I mean, John, I think I might need you to Cyrano de Bergerac me through this episode a little bit. All right, bit. I'll go hide in the bushes. Okay, Wait, you hide in I'll the bushes. I'll bring bushes inside the tavern. I'll go hide get some bushes from outside, bring them in, hide... Wait, wait, the- wait, wait, wait. What's Cyrano de Bergerac? Oh, you're in luck because you just randomly were very close to being correct. Basically, he's uh, a fictional character from my world uh, who would... Um, Help uh, uh, a really handsome man uh, talk. Oh, well, then I can't do that. Well, look, I, I'm handsome. That doesn't map onto the I'm, current situation. I'm earth handsome. I'm earth handsome, let's say. You said you look like David Beckham, and I looked up pictures of him, and you do not look like David First Beckham. of all, I didn't say that. I just agreed. But look, John, all you need to know is you hide in the bushes, and you you feed me lines of things that oh, I can say. Oh, we have that on food, and we call it Roxanne. Oh, Roxanneing. Okay, sure. Oh, yeah. There's a woman, Roxanne, who does that. Oh, really? Yeah. Just say Roxanne next time. Okay, great. Have I ever met Roxanne? She has a real big nose. Have you seen her? No. That's not her. I mean, that's not her. That's not how I want to describe her. But you know, but you did. That is yeah. how you did describe her. She used to keep a red light out in front of her house, but I told her to shut it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah Roxanne. Just turn it yeah. off. Turn off the red light. And then the police got her. So, John, yeah. how would I segue? into our having our guest on the show. Um, you would say, oh, but uh, I'm, uh, I'm being rude. I need to introduce our first guest. Oh, and that's right. I should be kind of almost as if I'm You should be apologetic. Myself. Yeah, you Apologi- should be like, oh, okay. I'm apologetic. Right, yeah, uh, self, self-flagellating. All right, great. Good, cool. Uh, great. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've forgotten. I've been so rude. We've got so busy talking about other things. I'm very excited about our guest. We've never had a crone on the podcast before. So I'm very excited to talk to this withered old crone who's agreed to be on the show. <laughs> Thank you, boys. Thank you so much. I must say, you are an entirely dysfunctional group. Yes. Uh, yes, My we goodness. are. My goodness. Yeah. I- Oh, please, please. So you're a crone. Oh, yes, yes, yes. My, my name, in fact, is Crone. Oh, your name is Crone. Oh, yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just a stereotypical crone in a good way. <laughs> oh, uh, sure. My name, of All course. the my, good stereotypes. Yeah, yeah the, the, only the best. Yeah. I demand only the best stereotypes. Yeah. Crone Bakeress. That's me. Crone Bakeress. Crone, crone Bakeress. That's, that's your name? Mm-hmm. And what do you do? I'm a Bakeress. Oh. <laughs> Did your, I delight myself. Did your parents know that this would be the path you were put on? Did they give you this name? Oh, no, no. Uh, as you probably know, crones are born without names, and uh, they go by Hey You until they're fully grown adults and have selected a, a job, a, a calling. And when uh, you f- realize oh, wow. what your calling is, you may then take the first name of crone, which gets very confusing, and then attach a last name that uh, reflects what you do, what oh, your trade is. Wow. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, that's so, like I knew a fortune teller named uh, self-fulfilling prophecy. I don't find that funny. I feel like you're making fun of the crowd community. No, 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 no. I don't put my foot in my mouth. That's Arnie's job. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not you know, I'm supposed to put my foot in my mouth? 
No, you're supposed to. Like when you introduced the guest and you said we have uh, a crone here. She's old and withered. Yeah, yeah. That's your your. That's my job. Can yeah. I ask you something? Am I supposed to be listening to you in the bushes as well as you, who looks like David Beckham, or should I not listen <laughs> to you and only listen to Beckham oh, because oh. you're talking for him? I I just find it puzzling. Arnie, say there is no badger behind the bushes. There's, there's no badger behind the bushes. Okay, well... He's a shapeshifter. I guess if there's no badger, he won't get a taste of one of my little Wizard Dreams cookies that I've oh. brought by. I make them with Choo Choo's uh, delicious jock jam. Uh, oh. The gentleman oh. came over and brought us some jam and said, would you like to bake these into some of your goods? And we said, of course we would! Oh, wow. Chunt, Chunt, come out of the bushes for a moment. Oh, hello for the first oh. time. Hello. Oh, it's you! Did you like my jock jams? They're wonderful. Please take a wizard dream. Ooh, um, oh my, oh, oh, mwah. chef, chefy kiss. May I, Would you may like I some? You adorable. Ooh. Oh, thank you. What did I say? What did I say? You adorable. adorable. Is that not his name? It is now. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> it should the, be. <laughs> the crones know him as Yusa adorable. Mm. Oh, this the jam works so well in here. I'm gonna start making. Don't you feel better? Don't you feel I'm gonna start making mood? more of these. I might make a volume two of these jocular jams. Uh, now, well, why wouldn't you hire Crone Bakers to work at Choo Choo's Chow that and would make be... you all manner of delicious baked goods? Well, I, I'm very busy at my own bakery. I'm not oh, you sure have I could just shut up shop or right across the street from Choo Choo's Chow. Have you never noticed the bakery? I, I've been <laughs> very busy trying to defeat the void. Uh, what, what is your bakery's name? The Crone Bakers' Bakery. Oh, hit that nail right Are you head. making fun of crones? No, never. I we're, would a liter- never do that. we're a literal group. Yeah, I, you know these cookies are very are good. Wonder- now wait, those are free; those are on the house, as they say. Uh, but if you want to come in, we do have some wonderful baked goods for sale. We have, uh, well, we have some of the most famous scrones in uh, all of food. <laughs> scrones, wonderful, wonderful buttery. What we the secret for us is we use heavy clotted cream mm. and we use mm. dried fruit instead of fresh fruit because it actually plumps up, it becomes more succulent and juicy. It's, it seems antithetical to what you would expect, but that's oh. exactly how to make a good scroll. Wow. Now, this might not be the correct way to do this, but I don't care. Would you like to do an ad for your bakery right now? Because oh. I don't care if Arnold gets paid or I don't understand how our ads work, so I'm allowing you to promote oh. your, your bakery right now. Well, normally I'd say no, but, you know, these cookies are so good, and I resisted eating them because I, I'm creeped out by by Jock Jam. It sounds like a metaphor for smegma, and I did not want to have that, but these cookies taste good. Do you know what I would meta- have said it sounds more like a fungal situation, but I understand. Yeah, oh yeah. Also, I'm concerned that you don't know what a metaphor is. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think smegma is a metaphor for Jock Jam? You're probably right. Also, please wait, don't make fun wait. of the metaphor community. Mean, they are dying race. Yes, and, exactly. Uh, yeah. Many of their horns are cut off and sold to yeah, uh, that's manufacturers. Uh-huh. Are you thinking of a euphemism? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Is a metaphor like a euphemism? Arnie, 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 Arnie. This Arnie. Why I need you in those bushes. This is when you would stand your ground even though you're wrong. Oh. Okay. And dig yourself deeper. No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor on Earth. People on Earth know it's a metaphor. And say that they're loving it. Say the people on Earth people are loving it. People on Earth are loving it. <laughs> Thank you, John. You're welcome. for helping me. Uh, but, but yeah, as I was saying, like these cookies are so good, and maybe it's just like the, 
the crone the crones are so good at making cookies in a way that like other creatures like elves and dwarves aren't good at making cookies. Did I tell you something? It's the water. It's the water. It's the water. We also make wonderful pizza. Oh. Oh yes, people talk about it far and wide. Do the crones have a special kind of water? Something happens when we steal it from other people. I don't oh. know if it becomes enchanted in some way. We all we do is just thieve our water from other people, oh, but it just tastes better when it's not yours. Wow, I guess so. You mm. steal water? Mm-hmm. Has anyone ever tried to stop you from stealing their water? Uh, uh no, no. Uh-huh. We're very sneaky. It's a weird, I guess it's not, it seems like a weird thing to steal, but... Uh, what? Where's all my water? <laughs> That's the first time. <laughs> oh. You are quite wise. Thank you. <laughs> now... Is it appropriate time for me to do my commercial? Yeah, Did we agree yeah. that that was something yes, that I yes. would be permitted uh, to do? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, Mundle, why don't you go ahead and play the the sponsor music, and uh, we'll hear a, a crone ad. Crone ad, that sounds like a euphemism no, for, yeah. We do sell crone ads. <laughs> and they are both gonads. <laughs> Deep fried. Uh, Delicious. Normally I would not want to eat that because it sounds like a metaphor for a Rocky Mountain oyster, but... <laughs> Uh, that's meaningless to me. Is that and, yet meaningless I, and yet I find myself tickled, as it's, I do with many things you say. Yeah, people on Earth know 100% what I'm talking about. All mountains are rocky. That's a stupid name. What about mountains of sand? Oh, I was wrong. Uh, well, let's see, let's hear the ad. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I haven't prepared anything, so oh, this that's will, okay. will be a bit clunky. Crunky. Uh, hello, fellow members of food. Do you like to get a sugar high and then crash and become a miserable person to be around everyone you know? Then I have the bakery for you. Come on down to Crone Bakery's Bakery where you will find me. Uh, if you're wondering and worried about why I'm wearing so many uh, robes, I can tell you that uh, they are fire-repellent robes. What makes our baked goods so delicious is we have to walk right into the fire with the baked goods. We hold them in our hands while they're baking, keeping ourselves safe from fire. And that's what makes them taste so wonderful. We're the only community willing to go to those lakes for you. So come on down and enjoy some of our wizard's dreams, some of our croissants, some of our crookies. And as I mentioned before, some of our world-famous and food-famous, as if those two aren't the same things, scrolls. I'll be waiting for you! <laughs> you should feel welcome, even though that was scary. Wonderful! That, that was, was fantastic. Great. I've got to say, that was great. It, is it? A, I have one note, if you don't mind. Oh, it's great. Uh, it was great. It was very inviting. It made me want to go eat all of those things. Oh, the, good. The cookies, the cronuts, all of those things. At the end, you laughed in a way that was a little unsettling and made me worry hmm. that maybe I was being lured into some kind of trap. Oh, I don't. My laugh of delight at the end, you mean? Yeah, it's... Or did I laugh at a different point at the end? Uh, no. Were there two separate laughs? Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong laugh. Is it laughs or laughs? uh, I don't know what the plural is. uh, It... it, Laughs? Laughs. How many laughs were there? How many laughs? It it was a laugh of delight, Mm -hmm. but it also seemed like you were delighted at something you knew that no one else knew. There just seems something ominous about it. Maybe it's just me. Maybe everyone else is... uh, 
let me put it to you this way. It's a bit meta. If I were a character in a book you were reading, mm-hmm. would the person writing the book let the reader in on the person's laugh as to what it be- meant? Or is it more of a, is it omniscient? Is it an omniscient narration? Or is it uh, still a third person, like the narrator doesn't know if the crow's laughing at something or not? Oh, I think if it was in a book, it would be second person, mm-hmm. where it was the book telling the reader to laugh. Hmm, okay. You're laughing right now. Does oh, that am make I? Sense? <laughs> You're right. I'm realizing this episode that maybe I didn't pay enough attention in English class. Probably not. All I'm saying is it just sort of seemed a little, dare I say, like a little bit of a wicked laugh. Oh, I apologize. Uh, that, uh, for me, is probably just a, a reflection of the Crone community. Again, oh. many of us are wicked. Many of us are not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do feel that the wicked ones give our uh, universal laughter a bad name. Oh, you know what? That's probably true. Yeah. If, you know, you meet one crone that has a wicked laugh and you think... You think we're all cronies. It's true. It's but we're true. not. We just, yeah. we just know each other. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we consider ourselves colleagues. What? Is the crone community like? Is it just like a town where everybody's old crones? Just a dry town full of stolen water. Oh, wow. Mm, We live in boats on a stolen lake. Oh, you Mm. all live on boats? Oh, yes. It's gotta be... We live on three boats. Three boats? That's right. In the middle of the lake? Mm Mm-hmm. And then if you... Well, you're going to say that's gotta be fun in the summer. (laughs) (laughs) Actually... I should have said that. Chunt, would you get out of the bushes, please? Oh, Usador, sorry. Could you, feel... Usador, would you... I'll go in the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> would you mind Cyrano de Bergeracking this one for me? This just oh, I'm sorry, Roxanne. Interesting. It. Yeah. All right. Um, that's got to be fun in the summer. It's fun in all seasons, Arnold. Yeah. Fun in all seasons. Arnie, Arnie, Arnie. Yeah. Do you want me in your hand, or do you want me with Usador in the bush? Oh, um, hey, Arnie, Arnie, Yeah, here's the point where you would be confused about my reference. Oh, okay. All right. Gosh, I feel like that's such an obvious reference that I would definitely get it, but for some reason, I don't. I wonder if this is some sort of band from the 90s. And then I frustratingly reveal what it was. Do you want me in the hand or two in the bush? Oh, you know what? I'm right. It was about a band in the 90s. Uh... I want you, uh... Oh, I just found 13 stones. Uh, and yet you're sixpence none the richer. Yeah. Why doesn't Usador hide in the bush and you hide in the bearded barley? Otto. Yeah, Otto. Yes. Ask her if she despises evil. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so, uh, Crone Bakestress, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, do you despise evil? I... I question evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I doubt evil. I feel concerned towards evil and for evil's uh, welfare. Oh. So you you see evil and you're like, how you doing, evil? Are you okay? I just want to check in. Yeah. I just want to make sure. There's a, usually a reason for evil. And I think if you know the reason, it suddenly becomes less evil and more of a nuisance. Yeah. What's like a good reason to be evil? Like, like you meet someone and 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 they're evil and you're like, oh, it's probably because of this. I mean, I would say a bunion is the very mm-hmm. first thing that comes mm-hmm. to mind. Uh, uh, some sort of a hunch. Yeah. Some sort of a, a, a blister. Yeah. Uh, those are the main reasons I feel that things are evil. Oh, no. so, oh, yeah. I ask her if she's 
willing to, to join our quest to overcome evil by using her delicious baked goods, and she'll take up the fight to destroy everything evil that doth stand in our way between saving uh, all of the good people of Foon and letting evil reign. John. Get in the bushes, Usador, out of the bushes. What? what? Usador, oh, out of the bushes. Why? That's too much. You know I can't remember more than three words at a time. Oh, fine. But I've, here, switch places. All right. So, Crone, Bakestress, you know what? I, we're going to take a break. We'll refresh our drinks. What What do you, would you want just some, can I give you water or you just have Ugh, to steal no. it? No, giving water is disgusting. Yeah. Do you, do you want something else to drink? I'll take an ale. An ale? All right. Uh, we'll, we'll refresh our drinks. I'll get to. This Crone and Ale, and uh, we'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, the coldest case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text Wondery Pod to 500 500. Arnie, Arnie, yeah. now's the time when you would say, and we're back. Oh, and we're back. And now you go into a question about the crone's appearance. So, crone, why do you look the way you do? <laughs> I'm, do I, what do you mean? Like, just, you know, your appearance, why is it? And then you ask about if she has Crohn's disease. Do you have Crohn's disease? I don't appreciate that remark. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. A... No, I, I don't. I just mean that, like, as a Crohn, like as an a, an aged old Crohn, there are probably some sort of diseases that you have, and maybe they make it hard for you to poop. Hmm. Now's well, the time when you bring up uh, poop. Oh, you got it. now Crohn. <laughs> I, I got that one. Crone, I am very sorry. Arnold is being very rude. I appreciate your apology. I, I was even going to comment on the fact, uh, as much as I don't like to talk about people's appearances, I like to know them as people. Oh, thank you. I I noticed that you have uh, your, your hair that's sticking out from your robes. It's, it's quite beautiful. It's, what? It's what? You can see my hair? Yeah, just, a, little just a little bit, bit of, of your it. hair no, is no, poking no, out. It's probably a bit of, like, bit of straw, a bit of straw it, it, oh. from when I used to ignite the fire that I walk into to bake my goods. I have to use straw, of course, to get to the fire started. Beautiful Golden straw. Yeah, it is. I like to braid the straw. Is it? it you don't it see any braids. Do you? Well, it's, it's a little, little bit. Braid. Like yes, that's braided straw. Braided straw. It's, that explains it. It's okay. Very, Let's move on. It's All right. Very <laughs> young, vibrant-looking hair. Maybe if it's straw, mm-hmm. I, I believe you, because the rest of you is so old. I mean, mm-hmm. like you have wrinkles that just look like long black. Uh, almost like grease paint lines just straight across your forehead. What do you mean by forehead. grease paint? Like a costume? Like a oh, stage well, actor? No, I'm Arnie, just saying Arnie, that. Arnie, Arnie, now's yeah. the time when you would laugh at your own joke. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You know what? 
maybe that one's not for everybody, but some people, that, that one really hit the spot for them. Well, you have beautiful straw. What kind of conditioner do you use on your straw? Oh, uh, well, I, I use a, a goat's milk. Everyone knows oh, that uh, that's the, the best way to treat your straw. That's the way elves uh, do it. Uh, what is it? I don't. I'm, I'm not. What's an elf? That's uh, an unknown. Oh, what? You've never Hello? met an elf before. Hello. Is oh. it she? What? Sorry, I Ooh. was pretending I was getting a call so I could pretend like I wasn't listening to you anymore. <laughs> getting a call. Hold on, I, I have to take this. What? Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is a, a croissant. I <laughs> thought it was a phone for a moment. Oh. Have you seen a, a phone before? Oh, I've I never thought, met oh, you I before. Was, I was mispronouncing "foon." I'm oh. sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Arnie, I will say that I've been, you know, I get an hour of time on your phone per day, and I've been showing a few people your phone, but I don't think I've shown the Chrono. I mean, I've shown, like, uh... Um, yeah, I've, I feel like anyone I've, I've met before probably knows. your phone. I've shown uh, Pimbley and Nimblebottom, I've shown your phone. Um, uh, Braidwind, I've shown your phone, too. Yeah. But I've never shown a Chrono phone. Okay, well, I'm a regular listener. I'm an avid listener to your uh, thing, and, uh... Oh, the thing, that checks I'm out. I'm a big sure. fan. <laughs> big fan. And, uh, you know, when I heard uh, a rumor that uh, the Dark Lord had arrived at some sort of truce uh, with you all and uh, fighting was no longer needed, I felt that I should make some wizard's dreams and come congratulate you and just make sure, make absolutely certain that it wasn't just a rumor and that, in fact, no more fighting is necessary. Just wanted to make sure. Just oh. cross that off the list. Sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, you know, the we, we've come to a truce. Here's the point in the show where you have a stroke. Oh. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Now, Crone, uh, while Arnie's having a stroke, mm -hmm. I, I, what you don't understand is, uh, though there is a truce, it is only temporary. Once we mm -hmm. defeat the void that is trying to encroach and take over the world, and we have ended our agreement with the Dark Lord, we shall have to band together a group of fighters, brave men and women oh, and elves and dwarves, and fight back against that Dark Lord. I raise our arms in unity against his evil, and we shall strike him down. This temporary truce is only our time to plan and prepare and to find the perfect way to strike him down once and for all. Listen, as inspiring of a speech as that was, well, as, as much as if I were a young warrior with my face painted blue, I would say you seem to have a very brave heart. <laughs> but I am not a fan of fighting. And furthermore, and I am asking for a friend, I have a friend who, let's say hypothetically, was a great warrior, no longer wanted to be a warrior. In mm -hmm. fact, wanted to do things like make cookies mm -hmm. uh, if that person or thing were interested in revealing themselves to be who they are but it would in fact mean that they would eventually have to join again in the fighting would it be best for that person to remain anonymous and never come out and reveal that they're actually braid with the elf if this was Arnie. the oh yeah in Foon, I don't know if this is like this on Earth. In Foon, anytime somebody says, I'm asking for a friend, it means that's them. <gasps> Pull back her robes. Well, first of all. The top of her robe. Pull back the top of her robe. <laughs> Even that. <laughs> I mean, the head part. The hood. The hood. Pull back the hood. Look, I don't know. I, I haven't read Cyrano de Bergerac in a long time. It's possible there's some of that in there. It was written a long ago. I don't know what you two are mumbling about over there. I have to see what kind of conditioner you what? use. Oh! oh! Oh, oh, my okay. crone. You okay. have the head of Braidwin. Okay. Arnold. All right. That? Well, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Isidore. I'm sorry. Hi, guys. Braidwin, the yeah. warrior elf. Yeah, it's oh. me. Uh, You've been 
turned into a crow? No, no, no. I just, you know, the last time I, I came and I was on your show thing, I I realized that I, I, I revealed who I was and I was supposed to be in hiding. So after I ran off, oh. I, I had to create an elaborate disguise and a whole backstory and even uh-huh. a voice. To try to protect myself from being a, called back that, to the front. It was a good voice. Yeah. Brandon, you're I very like good it. at doing voices. <laughs> Thank you so there's much. There's something about that laugh, Thank though. Thank you. It really? Is that, that's not your crone laugh? That's your what? laugh? No, no, I never perfected my crone laugh. Oh. My, eventually, I just decided to accept my own laugh as the crone laugh. Would you mind, I know it's not perfected and you're still working on it, would you mind sharing what your crone laugh was that you're working on? Oh, yeah. And, uh, look, well, this is a little embarrassing. Oh, I'm, this is a safe place. Okay, don't tell anyone. Except for I the fact that a lot of horrible things have happened in this room. <laughs> I feel, this feels like the exception to those mm-hmm. times. Yeah, no, listen, uh, all right. Tell me if this is scary. Okay. <laughs> it's upsetting. It is a little spooky. Is it? Is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, maybe I should have been using it this whole yeah. time. I definitely want to make people more uncomfortable. Uh, you know, the crones are a uh, blossom. Yeah. You know, they're definitely a different, uh, different kind of community than the elf community. Sure. and. One of the most, um, if I might, one of the most surprising things about going undercover was really coming to understand a different group of people a little bit better. You know, to walk in their shoes for a change. Right when it seemed like it meant a lot to you to be crone bakerist. Yeah, it did. It did. And you know what? There's one thing that I have found out that's true as well, which is that stolen water is so much more delicious. You guys should try it. I don't want to advocate a lot of thievery, but a little bit of water here and there. Oh, yum. You think I should steal water? Do you still have any? <gasps> Damn. Crone. There's no water in front of you. <laughs> you got me. You're right. You got this me, Isidore. Oh, and man. Braidwin. See, right? I told you. Braidwin. I just called you crone, even though I know that there is really no crone. Or isn't bakers. there? Do you know what I mean? Because I think yeah. the best performers would say that they always find the thing about their character that still contains the most of them as possible. Maybe they're just pushing forward a different side of themselves yeah. to try to avoid, you know, the inevitable, which is that, of course, I'm going to end up having to save the world because I'm Braidman the warrior elf. And You're like a lethal weapon. <sighs> yeah. I do have a brave heart. I guess you said that already. Are you getting too old for this shit? I do feel that I am. And I think that was, being the crone was my way of expressing that with physicality. I was trying to show people, I was trying to telegraph to people, if you will, that I, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. But in a way, I was holding the real Braidwin for ransom. How long, because that bakery has been across from Chi Chi's Chow for some time. Yeah. How long have you been inside crone well i had to kill the woman that i replaced so she you know she's very method of you r.i.p yeah 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 Yeah. so it hasn't really been that long she did yeah she did i believe we must commit to a certain course of action hear me out yeah i believe we should never release this episode keep braidwin's disguise a secret would you do that for me allow her to continue as chrome bakeress and keep this secret amongst ourselves I mean, I get that, but I just feel like Braidwin is just such a high-quality guest that I don't I don't know that the podcast can not release this episode. <laughs> I get that. I get Fascinating. that. Fascinating. Yeah. Well, uh, at least tell me this. If you could just hold this until you know for sure uh, whether or not we're going to have to resume fighting, whether that's two years or 25 years. Oh, there's just so many topical to references. 
about what's going on in, in food right now. The whole Jocks Jam thing is yeah, pretty topical. Yeah, we could try sliding this into the rotation 25 years from now, but people will be like, why are they talking so much to Chun? He's been dead for so long. Then here, I have an alternate way we may have both our cake and devour it too. Our crake. Or our crake. Or crop cakes. <laughs> we shall release this episode as we would normally. And at the end, I shall cast a spell that makes everyone forget. Oh, everyone? I like that. Yes. Yes, that way we can talk to Braidwin and learn how she's been doing, because she's one of our favorite people, and she's an amazing elfin warrior, and she's also an amazing baker. Well, it's a gift I didn't know I had until I killed someone and took her identity. <laughs> I love these. These are delicious. May I have another? Absolutely. It's going to make your dreams a lot less unpleasant for other people to hear about. <laughs> yes, you don't want to crawl into my dreams. My dreams are full of turmoil and anguish and hate and despicable thoughts, for I have pushed all these thoughts and feelings down and away from myself so that I may stand forth as the champion of Foon and broadcast naught but goodness and light. Okay, well, like the, a, co- the recipe could use some more, clearly. Yeah. I need to tinker yeah. with a few things yeah. before or uh, like he's got a whole I can make boast that they'll make wizard dreams better. Yeah, his dreams sound like a psychological apocalypto to me. It's just... <laughs> they really do. Yeah. They well, really do. to mel with it. Arnie, here's the time where you'd say, wizard dreams, these <laughs> hell. <laughs> what? Can I ask you something? <laughs> what? What's worth more, you in the bush or you on a wire? Uh, if you're a bird. Well, Oh, a bird a bird on a wire. What is that worth? Wow. S- saying now is a real maverick move on your part. <laughs> Look, Braidwin, there is a truce between us and the Dark Lord, and I think as much as we need you to fight the forces of evil, if you need to take some time to be crone bakeress and do the things you've always wanted to do, make your baked goods and cookies, maybe you can use that this time for that, you know? Knowing that the time will come when... Foon will need Braidwin again, but... Like a hiatus? Yeah. All right. You're taking a, a vacation from yourself. That makes sense. I'll give some thought to this. Oh, oh. Yeah. I don't know. If, for whatever reason, Max at the oh, bar is Mel. pissed. He is... Max is pissed at the bar. Oh, yeah. You've upset him. Give you him, might say he's mad. Give him Mel. I... Max I thought you said Max give him Nell. I think Max is mad. Isn't Max mad? Yes, Max or is mad. Or am I thinking of someone else? Definitely a yeah. bad Max oh, yeah. over there. Very bad Max <laughs> yeah. over there. Now, I believe that this is a good course of action. It's time not to focus on what Foon needs, but on what women want. Yes. <laughs> and I can't promise we won't release this, release this podcast. This will air in America right away. It will air America soon. <laughs> I feel a little sick, guys. I'm yeah. not sure. I'm sorry. Trent told me to say that sure. in the bushes. I, I, I did not I, tell I you to say that. I put my finger on why, so but good. I do not feel yeah. well at all. Me, you this has that, really been a year of living dangerously for me, so yeah. coming on this coming on this show feels like a risk in and of itself now now to feel a little sick over some and of the you, words that are being you, said, some of the things that are being dropped on me here. You saying that I said that to you is a real conspiracy theory. I never yeah. told yeah. you to say that. Yeah. Oh, deep cut. <laughs> That's a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> so, Braidwin, or you know what? So, Crone, Bakestress, thank you so much. Here, let me put this hood back oh. up over your 
Hey, you could straw. tuck some of this straw back into my sure. usage. Yeah. That is very soft straw. That Thank is you. very soft. Thank you. If I didn't know better, I'd think you were flirting with an old crone. Hey, some maybe I'm into that. Arnie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just I'm getting a little bit of a Harold and Mod Mod thing. I have an email here. This oh. is from Andrew O. Ellis. Of course, you can email me at chuntwith6ts at gmail.com. This says, Dear Arnie Chunt and Usador, my fiancé recently showed me a deck of tarot, tarot cards? Tarot, I think. Tarot cards, which are used for telling fortunes. I don't know if I believe what they indicate, but I find the artwork and symbolism fascinating. Mm. I'm curious if these cards or something similar exist in Foon, as I'm sure it would be interesting to see what lies in the cards for you three. Hmm. Yeah, on my world, there are these cards that people use to to tell the future, and they have these sort of like old archaic symbols on them. Like, are they symbols or are they signs? Mm. Mm. Payback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, I'm stealing your water. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've got like uh, you know four swords or or death or the tower. Just these things that can be interpreted about your future. I don't know. Are there? Are there things like that on Foon? There. Well, you, John, d- earlier you mentioned a self-fulfilling prophecy mm-hmm. uh, fortune teller, so yeah. there must be something like yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there, we do have fortune tellers who you know will tell you a fortune or tell you if you're coming into uh, a fortune. And they, they use many different methods, such as looking into a crystal ball or rolling the bones. Chicken bones. Yeah, they'll roll chicken bones. Or, 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 or they, they do have a set of cards that they use, uh, less popular, called Caro cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's spelled C-A-R-R-O-T. And on the cards, there's a certain amount of carrots on each card. Mm-hmm. And it tells you, based on how many carrots, what your future is. And then there's one card mm-hmm. that is uh, a bunny rabbit. And if the bunny rabbit shows up, you're doomed. Oh, no. Yeah, it's oh, bad. No. Bad and with the, right. with the chicken bones, if a fortune teller tries to collect chicken bones, um, they do have to kill the chicken themselves. And a lot of times, you know, when you'll see them chasing after the chickens, you'll see that the chickens run. Mm. It's almost as if someone had access to a list of some kind I while know. we were on a Where's break. Where's my phone? Why is my phone over <laughs> next to Chunt? Well, well Crone. Yes? Crone, uh, it's been such a pleasure meeting you, and these oh, cookies are it's delicious. it's so wonderful coming here. Just tell you a little bit more about who we are, what we stand for, and what kind of boats we live on, and what kind of lakes, and yeah. just visit with y'all. Yeah. I have so many questions about what it means to be a crone, and it sounds like crones are born crones, but maybe we can talk about that next time you visit, and I hope you'll come back sometime soon. I'd be delighted. I'd be delighted. Yeah. And I'm glad you came to Hogsface. The Dark Lord's not here anymore. I mean, most of his minions are still here uh-huh, in the city. Uh-huh. Found uh, that out the hard way. Found yeah, it out the hard way. We're in charge of the town, but all of the minions are here. Uh, and they technically work for us, but I, we can't really control what they do. No, to a certain extent we can. We can certainly scold them if they murder someone without provocation. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't worry. Whenever I see his minions around the city, I'll say, hey, don't worry, Braidwin the elf mm-hmm. is not here in town. I and love if she it. were, do not hurt, do not uh, kill her. Wonderful. Uh, she's definitely not disguised as a crone. Wonderful. Subtle, definitely yeah. don't Subtle. give them any ideas. So yeah. you won't put it into their minds in the least if, yes. you, if you say those things. One tiny note. Oh, yes. So the black lines that you have drawn up Mm-hmm, my wrinkles. Yes, you should put a white line underneath. My wrinkles. Oh. If you put a white line underneath, it gives the illusion of light hitting oh, and like creating. Sh- like a shading? Yes, shading and shadow, yes, yes. 
look. Well, you are a master of light and shadow. That's right. I am the master of light and shadow. And do you think that this old uh, dried up apple I've been using as a nose, is that convincing? Or is oh, that's an apple. A tip? Oh, <laughs> you flatter me. You know what? Girl, let's get together and like let's just mm, let's just work on this whole girl, thing. Girl, I love it. I love, love, love it. I'll, you know what? I don't even have to bake some of these cookies. We can just eat the dough. Wonderful. I'll come by. Dough. This whole time, I didn't want to say something, but there is a worm coming out of your nose. <laughs> yes, we didn't want to be rude. And I was like, that's gross. Also, it's not the nostril. Just... If you had said it, I would have thought it was a bat in the cave situation. To use oh. another <laughs> meta, whatever. <laughs> Uh, John, how should I respond to that? Um, you should uh, say, well, well, that's our show. <laughs> Thank you, Crone. Thank you so much, boys. I'm going to leave a big pile of these wizard reams behind. Yum, yum, yum. Can you leave uh, maybe 39, 40? Arnie, then you turn to me and you say, wizard dreams about 40? WD 40? Wizard dreams of. Wait, wizard dreams about. I don't even understand your explanation. <laughs> The cookies are called Wizard Dreams. Oh. The initials are WD. I said leave about 39 or 40. Then you pick up on it and you say WD 40. Yeah. I was thinking like pretty sure there's not a Mel Gibson movie called 39 I, or 40. I was also in that headspace. Enjoy your hiatus, you old road warrior. <sighs> Thank you so much, boys. I, I really appreciate it. And uh, I'm just going to hobble away now. Yeah. It's going to take me one to two hours to leave, so. I know you're... Very old, but to me, you'll always be forever young. Is that one? Boo. <laughs> well, if improvisers being amused by their own choices were a power source, we'd be dismantling a lot of oil rigs right now. Use It All the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chaunt the Badger was played by Adol Refai. Crone Bakestress, the old crone with a secret, was played by special guest Janet Varney. Check out Janet's delightful podcast, The JV Club, and go see numerous shows at the San Francisco Sketch Fest in January, which Janet co-founded and co-directs. Find out all about the upcoming awesome shows at sfsketchfest.com. And now I think I'll let old Steamboat Craig take the wheel for the rest of the outro. Hello from the Magic Tavern was produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Jacover, and Ryan DeGiorgi. This one edited by Chris Rafchin. Music by Andy Poland. Logo by Adler Laban. Additional audio effects by Jason Knox. Production assistance by Garrett Schultz. Visit us at hellofromthemagictavern.com if you have the time, or on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op, and thanks to our friends at Earwolf. Now, if you'll excuse me, i got to get back to the wheel. All aboard! Next up, Butterfly Nebula! Serenthal Once upon a beat! Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. 
Join me, DJ Fuse, and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the New Kids and Family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat.